0: This Friday, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney Pixar's Inside Out Two.
1: It's time to greet your team, Riley. (laughs) It's anger. Let me out
2: of fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Sadness is in the house. Oh no! Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out Two. There's a part two. We're going
1: rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters. Friday. Get tickets now. Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. This week, we are doing a special celebration of two huge comic franchises, DC and Marvel. We are starting off with a discussion on DC, which I'm very excited to get to because um, it doesn't get as DC, you know, doesn't get as much attention, I don't think, these days as Marvel does. So this will be an interesting discussion. But before we get into that, just a couple of housekeeping notes. Um, As always, we are accepting listener support for as little as 99 cents a month to $9.99 a month. You can click the link in the show notes or go to our anchor page and click listener support to donate there. And as I've mentioned before, 50% of what we see from that uh, will be going to various uh, Black Lives Matter organizations. We will highlight a different one each month. So the end of November, we will be making a donation to one organization and then so on and so on and so on. Because I want to make sure to just highlight one each month so that um, it gets some recognition. And if you have an organization that you would like us to highlight please contact us via our social media or our email and for november i just want to let everybody know it'll probably be 5280 black lives matter organization which is the local one for denver so i'm going to start out just highlighting our local one um, and then branch out to different organizations okay so before we get into dc i just want to go around and have um, my panel introduce themselves and tell me one thing in pop culture that you're excited about right now angela
0: Like last time, I guess we're almost in the end of the Supernatural, almost two weeks. So going to be a little bit like a little closer emotional, super excited. So that's, I mean, not very excited, but I haven't seen a few episodes of Supernatural yet. So I heard some odd spoilers, but I don't want to go into, you know, so, but, oh, no, Susie, do
1: not. (laughs) That's my pop culture talk of today. So. And then Susie. Right. so
2: I just finished watching uh, this—the second season of Ghosts—and it—it's it, on—it's um, on HBO Max. It's from BBC originally, but it's the same crew that made Horrible Histories, and it, uh, this is their second season. And let me tell you, episode five had me in ditches i just i couldn't breathe my face is all red i was like crying of laughter it's oh they just are like our humor that i could uh, they have like my brand of humor and it's, it's great it's just
1: chef's kiss <laughs>
2: <laughs> i recommend giving it a watch
1: i haven't even heard of that but i'll have to give it a watch so thank you for that um, and this is Aaron. and what I'm into is there's this movie called Swallow, and you can watch it on um, Showtime if you have Showtime, and I believe you can still rent it as well, but a lot of services. You can do a free trial of Showtime if you don't want to keep Showtime, and the movie is about a woman who... After she discovers she's pregnant, she starts um, getting cravings for swallowing inanimate objects like marbles and tacks and such and dirt. And there is actually a real um, condition, and I can't remember the name of it now, but that where people do crave like doing that. I remember when I had a friend once who told me how she read that some people will crave like eating glass, stuff like that when they're pregnant. Um, but what's interesting to me about it is it's it's not so much about the craving it's not it's not really a horror movie it's more about a woman who her whole life she's been kind of invisible um, she's just you know supposed to look good keep the house looking good give up her whole life for her selfish husband and it's kind of like she's finding this freedom in in this new found obsession that she has. And I'm not saying it's healthy to swallow stuff like that, but it was just really interesting to watch as a woman, to watch her get some freedom and get a voice. And because very early on you see a scene where she's at dinner and someone and her husband says, you should tell this story and she starts telling it and everybody instantly changes the story, changes um, the conversation and doesn't want to hear her story. And she's just sits back in her chair invisible again um and so it's it's really it's a really interesting movie so i recommend that and the lead performance is is absolutely amazing so you can check that out on um showtime okay so let's get into dc and angela did you do you read any dc comics
0: yes oh yes yes i have uh so i've been reading like dc comic my siblings and i got into a comic when we were a kid so we were mostly well of course i was the one that always always loved batman comics because at that time it was just i guess like the most popular dc's character work is like you know between wonder woman's and then batman and then superman so just i just grew up with these comments like love it ever since so um and then my sister got into after that, marvels which I never kind of understand, but it's I, I mean, their thing. So,
1: but yes, it's yeah. You know, so. so then, Batman was your was your was Batman your favorite then or
0: well, Batman has always been my favorite DC's uh, character since day one, just because. Also, at that time, I was also in my like was it? I don't want to use the word emo phase too, but dark the colors. <laughs> it's so cliche I know
1: (laughs) no it's not at all
0: going through this whole like teenager phase and everything just like yeah you know but then just growing up like I felt like I kind of you know understand like just more of his characters and like his way of just like dealing with like pain and suffering and how to embrace it you know Um, so I feel like I went through a lot of like dark stuff in my life, and I felt like in some way, like, you know, Bruce Wayne, like, helped me go through with, you know, with my depression or with, like, you know, growing up, you know, was just um, just, I guess, like, just because I was used to be bullied so much, you know, when I was a kid, so it's was just, like, just having this comic, you know, like, Being into that, you know, world, you know, it helped me get through with life.
1: And so. um, And Susie, did you read any DC comics?
2: Uh, Yeah. So actually my first experience with a DC comic, uh, I was at a like, um, like a vintage flea antique market. And there was this person selling all these old, just like really weird comics. And the one that I picked out that, that initially drew me because it had vampires in it, I think it was Batman versus Dracula or something of the sort. And, and I was like, oh, bats and vampires? Heck yeah! And that just, so, and that just kind of um, started to be down the slippery slope and... Uh, I, and actually, one of my like favorite uh, comic um, story arcs is in Injustice: Year Zero, where uh, Harley Quinn marries Poison Ivy, and I'm just and I was just like, yes! I was, was so ecstatic and happy. It was just recent too, though. Yeah, yeah it, was it was like, like well, I'd say it's like definitely one of my top favorites, and like just it's it's funny to think how it all started, like my. Love for DC just kind of started with A Man versus Dracula. It has kind of changed a lot, you know, because you've
0: been... There was time with there's just characters that you wanted to ship so badly because we all wanted, you know, Holly Quinn's, you know, to get Poison Ivy because she have went through all these abusive relationships with Joker. Um, so with, for me, though, I... Me being excited was with Selena and Bruce Wayne wedding. I know I got so excited, but there's a comic of that
2: already, like what?
0: Because this was just like last year, too. So, can I, yeah, there was a like even comic stores have a huge invite, it's like you're like you are invited to Selena Harold and Bruce Wayne weddings, and because that was a release when the comics was gonna release the whole thing, so like oh my god, they made it extra.
2: But sorry. Yeah, no, I remember that. That was that was a big deal. There was even a comic book store by my house that had a whole big promotion going on and it was all just like
1: come to the wedding. Yes. I have I've never read a DC comic, but um I had I've always been a Batman fan, or at least I was for years. That was my favorite character and I always wanted him with um with Selena Kyle with with Catwoman and I loved the the fact that Dark Knight Rises ended that way. Uh, where they were together. So, yeah, so I've always really wanted them together. So that's 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 cool to hear that. Yeah, I think I had heard that somewhere else or read it somewhere else. So that's cool that that happened. Well, since I know it's going to take up probably the majority of the time, we're going to switch over to just mainly just the movies, the DC movies, the DC universe. For years, DC, I feel, dominated um, the movie world. They were the ones that I think made more money, um, were known for making a a better quality picture, um, frankly. And then I think that kind of changed recently with the Avengers and with Iron Man really is, I think, when it started changing um, over to Marvel more. But I want to highlight some of the most famous characters and sort of their different versions. And I'll start with Superman because I know Superman for me – was the very first comic book movie I saw when I was a kid with with Christopher Reeves that version of Superman. So I want to get everybody's take on Superman, Angela. What do you think about Superman?
0: So Christopher Reeves Superman. I I started watching that when I was you know very young because my parents were watching that. Um, I also <laughs> that I was also a very judgmental kid teenager, because I was always like team Batman <laughs> so what and the thing is so like there, you know I always felt like I felt like as my young age I didn't really like Superman because I always felt like there's always like um like my like me just growing up was like no all, all my life is just dark it's like that's just how it's gonna be like, I don't know where all this good is. Like, humans are awful. Like, I don't know why Superman was like the symbol of all this hope. And, but, you know, I was also an angry teenager. So, <laughs> but um, now just like, you know, just watching. Um, it was also like the memories, too. Just like just that I watched it with my family, that it was also good memories. But I wasn't really much of. I didn't I guess I didn't get into Christopher Reeve's Superman as much as I am with Henry uh, Catfell's Superman. Um but I just the character Superman itself um just I think I have I don't know if I'm like the only one that I have issues because like Superman is just always so strong and couldn't like could stop anything. So I just always have problem with characters that just like or um, how do you describe it
1: too perfect he's just hes yeah infallible, yeah, yeah, too perfect, and that's why I, probably why I kind of relate
0: to Batman a lot more, um, but I know like there's I know there's ugh, I always feel so horrible because like I know Superman's like is still like a really good character and it's like, cool. he always want to do the right thing, um but.
1: Um, well, and and I and I get what you're what you're saying about Superman. I I actually know a lot of people that have issues with Superman because of the very re- very reasons that you are stating right there. Yeah. So, and Susie, what are your thoughts on Superman and the different versions?
2: So, um, something that I do want to like say about all the different versions of Superman in film is that I f- I really feel really bad for for all the actors who have had to portray him (laughs) because it seems like the role is cursed because from what I've heard almost tragedy has befallen every actor that has taken on the (laughs) role so it it kind of makes me a little bit sad also I could never really get into the character because as Angela said he's just too he's too much of a boy scout he's too good there's no like black and white with him he's just like oh I'm a good old farm boy from Kansas who just loves his mama and my girlfriend like that's great but also I need more like dimension within your character (laughs) like actually I think um, uh, like the DC animated movies are some of my favorites because I feel like they do a really good job and one of them is uh, Justice League the Flashpoint Paradox Mm -hmm. in it um, the Flash goes okay. to like an alternate future or an alternate reality where Superman isn't a Boy Scout and Superman is just, just really like leaning into how overpowered he is and he's using laser vision to lobotomize all the villains and make them docile and stuff. And I think I like that exploration of the character because I feel like... As a hero, he's fine, but I feel he just becomes much more interesting if he would be, or when he becomes a villain.
0: I also felt like I feel like that's also a weakness of Superman too. Like he's just so perfect, though, but he can be easily, in a way, feel um, get manipulated easily.
2: Well, he's so easily subdued with kryptonite too. Mm-hmm. So it's it's. It's also not like he poses much of a threat, too, but also it's just, like, I just need more, like, it, yeah, I just need more dimension with his character, because he's just a little bit too boring for me, personally. Mm-hmm. I, I know
0: a lot of people would say the same thing to Batman. It's like, you know, like, you know, Batman's just too dark, you know, like, not all, you know, y'all keep, you know, be, like, depressed and all these all the time.
2: But like, that's not the point. Well, like, it. It just depends on which version Mm -hmm. of the character that you Mm -hmm. lean into. Like we're going to talk about the Tim Burton films and the Joel Schumacher ones. He's just so much more fun in those, and in like the um, Adam West Batman. Adam West, he's not like this Mm -hmm. angsty person. He's just like he's 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 fun. He's just well, it was the '60s, but he's colorful. And there was the Lego Batman movie, which like takes that angst Mm -hmm. but puts a spin of comedy on it. That just Again, gives the character more dimension than just, I'm the
0: dark knight. See, and then that's how we're gonna start talking. And like, I think we blame, I think we blame, oh, I mean, I won't blame, but like the whole, we'll talk more into it, but the whole Christopher Nolan make, you know, I think he was, his movie just kind of makes, you know, everything just dark. It's like, okay, well, now the DC movie afterward, it will be expected to kind of be the same. And I guess we also, I guess the whole generation doesn't know about, you know, Adam West on the team green film all these. So that's probably why we all think that, you know, Batman's dark and everything. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that's a lot of what happened. And I think that's a lot of what um, led to Marvel and led to the way, the way Marvel ended up operating. Um, and we'll get into that in, in just a minute. But yeah, with, with Superman, um, I loved Superman as a kid, and then I think when you get older, at least for me, he kind of loses that luster, that shine, because you realize, you know, it, no one can be that perfect ever. There has to be something else hidden underneath there, and that's the thing about Superman, is Superman has this it, – it's weird, because I think when you have that perfection, is, when you're that perfect, and that – quote-unquote good and amazing I think you're always kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop and waiting for him to do something that's not amazing or great and waiting to see that there might be a darker side and maybe this character actually doesn't um see the doesn't see another way around things kind of if if that makes sense and I think that's that's the way Superman has been in a lot of portrayals. Um I will admit I haven't seen a lot of the recent Superman movies. Um so I can't speak about those. But yeah, that's 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 kind of that's my opinion on that. And I think it would have been interesting. I'm glad it didn't happen, but I don't know if you've seen the footage of uh Nicolas Cage as Superman, but there was the time when when <laughs> Nicolas Cage was going to possibly be Superman. So go go look for that. There's actual, you know, screen test footage out there. It's insane but that would have been a totally different version of superman but that's why i find the boys the show the boys so interesting because homelander is definitely you know the superman version and to me homelander represents what you kind of worry is behind superman that superman is wearing this cloak of goodness but underneath it he just wants power and fame and adulation and attention and wants to be able to control things and you know i I think that a lot of times when you have a character that's that quote unquote cookie cutter or uh vanilla or stuff like that 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 underneath it there might be that that darkness, but not darkness like Batman but darkness more like like homelander from from the voice so that's that's kind of my feelings on Superman um but i but i i loved christopher reeve's version of superman was the one that i grew up with and knew the most and then um the tv show lois and clark i used to love that when i was like a teenager um even though dean kane is an awful person but <laughs> but i did like that show um but let's move on to batman because it sounds like for both of you um Batman is the one that I think everyone will have a lot of opinions on. So let's start just talking about Tim Burton and Joel Schumacher's versions of Batman because I do think there's some darkness in Tim Burton's movies. But Joel Schumacher's movies especially were really like a candy coated, I don't know, like going to a circus I don't know <laughs> and a lot lighter and a lot of, you know, cotton candy and, and a lot of color and nipples on the bat suit, that kind of stuff. Um, And Tim Burton was kind of like that too, but he was a little bit darker. So I want to talk about those two versions. Angela, what are your thoughts on Tim Burton's version and Joel Schumacher's version of Batman?
0: So the Schumacher ones, I wasn't able to get into that film um, just because I guess, like, I didn't, like, see as much though, but I grew up with the Tim Burton Batman the most, just because, like, of course, my whole family are huge, you know, Tim Burton fans, and just love it, you know, just, but it was just, like, about it, it was just, it was just, like, like, just funny, and, like, you know, like, Susie said, it was colorful, um, it was something I just, like, enjoyed, just, like, just, like, watching it as a kid, and just, like, Actually, as a matter of fact, I actually dressed up as badminton Burton, even though my mom didn't think that was that shouldn't be it just because I was a woman. But like, no, I wanted to do that. <laughs> but um, I just honestly, I just love just the way how it was just weird. I do I mean, I wouldn't say weird as a bad thing, it was just weird, good.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
0: um, like, I just, I guess, like, I guess, like, because me reading the comics, though, and for it to kind of have that kind of... Because I started with the comic first. So knowing, like, how, you know, just, like, dark... Because even back in the old comics, like, it was just super dark. But just to have Team and just, like, kind of have it in its own way of doing it, it's just, like, it was... I didn't... Like, a lot of people think that it was a kind of, like... They didn't like it because they were so used to Batman reading the comedy was just like all this dark and not that funny, but I actually enjoyed it just because it was just I like just different versions of arts and
1: so but Susie, um, what, are, what are your thoughts?
2: Um I have thoughts and opinions uh, okay. So all right I think um Batman and Batman Returns, the, the two Timber the two films that Tim Burton did, they were like '90s Tim Burton is my favorite Tim Burton. Um, I feel that when he got more involved with with uh, Disney, his films just started becoming a like his aesthetic and his films just started becoming like a little more saccharine and just not to my taste. Like they I feel like it's good for like younger viewers, but I miss that like old Burton, like dark, like weird, gothy aesthetic. And um, I really, and I really, really like these two films because I feel like they do such a really good job with the characters. Like, Michelle Fiverr is Catwoman. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson's Joker, I feel like he did such a really good interpretation of it. And he's just, like, you can tell he's just having fun with the role and the Prince music in the first film is also just quite inspired and just, mm-hmm. like, like, a really, like, fun touch, <laughs> you know? I think one of my I think one of my favorite scenes in the in the Timber and Batman is when Joker poisons all the like the beauty um and yeah like beauty supplies and all that. And then the newscasters you see them like all pale with dark circles and zits and greasy hair <laughs> and they're just dealing with it. And especially when the whole um, like corona pandemic first started and people started having to go without like professional makeup artist (laughs) I felt like that was very similar to what was happening in that film and I thought that was just it was I was like oh this is very topical this is great and just her just I like I love how much how michelle pfeiffer like looks in her in her catwoman costume and how she just undergoes this like complete transformation from like meek secretary to just this badass seductress like Mm -hmm. oh hello yes and i know joel schumacher has apologized for ruining batman and i say no no sir you don't need to it's like this, is, this might be an unpopular opinion but like joel schumacher's batman is one of my favorite versions of batman <laughs> it's just like it's so gay and campy it's just like it speaks to me like he he get like jim carrey as the riddler it's 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 like the best interpretation of the riddler that i've seen granted we haven't seen a lot but it's like it's because it's just so unhinged. <laughs> it's just maniacal and crazy.
1: So did you prefer Val Kilmer or George Clooney as Batman in Joel Schumacher's versions?
2: Mm, I I think Clooney. I liked Clooney a lot more. <laughs> I just like the whole like that credit cool card Never leave. Never leave without it. <laughs> just like when he's paying for a date with Poison Ivy, he just pulled it out. Like, she's out of your league, Junior. It's just, oh, it's great. And just having Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. Like, her costume has been done so many times. That's how kind of culturally relevant it is. And I love puns. Like, puns are my thing. So, oh, the, so oh, Mr. Freeze, just like, ice to see you <laughs> the ice man coming I'm like this is so stupid but I'm here for it, <laughs> it <makes laughs> <me>
1: Yeah, <three. laughs> that's funny that's funny yeah well and for me with Tim Burton's Batman um the first one was such an event because that was when I was I was a kid and it was such an incredible thing for us to have uh we you know Honestly, in, during that time, it wasn't like – we had Superman, of course, before that, but it was like a reinvention of of bringing comics back and bringing comic, comics back to life on the big screen. And being able to see that was just amazing and the world he gave you and how colorful and how unique and different it was and, like, it was a city, but yet it was a city you'd probably – never see and it was just this whole other world and I think Michael Keaton was someone I don't think anybody would have thought of to play Batman I don't think anybody out there was like oh yes I think Michael Keaton when I think of Batman before he was cast and I know a lot of people were upset with that casting decision but he was really really good as Batman Um, I think he's, he's my second favorite version of Batman we'll get to my favorite here in a second um but he was i just thought he was so perfect in both the as both Bruce Wayne and Batman um he was very suave um very um handsome very um smart intelligent and as batman i believed that he could take on the joker i believed he could take on the he could take on penguin um all that stuff so i thought i thought he was so 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 good i think the music in the first one was amazing having prince the prince scores just the whole scene with joker in um the art museum or when he's redoing all the artwork and that was just so cool. I just loved that scene. Uh, one thing I will say, though, about Tim Burton's Batman is, even though it may not be considered dark, I think it is kind of dark. For that time, it was pretty dark. And Batman killed people. And that wasn't really necessarily something you, you always heard of Batman doing. So I know that was also controversial at that time. Um, and the second Batman... Uh, It's funny because I've had a lot of friends that have revisited that one and talked about it and talked how it's actually really not as great as you remember it being and how it's really, really kind of twisted (laughs) and there's a lot of stuff in there that they can't believe this was marketed to kids um, and that it really isn't a kid's movie. But I remember loving it when I saw it. I haven't seen it in years. And uh, the primary reason I loved it was Catwoman because I absolutely love Catwoman. Next to Batman, that's my favorite DC character. And then Wonder Woman is third. Uh, but I just I just love her. I think she's so cool and amazing. And I wish I could wear some that leather outfit like she wears and get away with that. Um, And I just love Michelle Pfeiffer. And I thought Michelle Pfeiffer was so great in the role. I know it was really uncomfortable wearing that suit, I've heard. But she was just so perfect, so sexy, so strong, so um, fierce. And her chemistry with Michael Keaton was just off the charts. And that's when I started shipping those two together. So I really like that. I did not like Penguin. Penguin grossed me out. I thought the Penguin was disgusting. I couldn't stand watching the Penguin. (laughs) That was the one part of that movie that I just did not like, I will be honest. Um, And I'm very curious to see Colin Farrell's version of uh, Penguin, the Penguin because I love him and it just will be interesting to see that in the future, uh, the Batman movie. So yeah, I, I, I liked Tim Burton's movies a lot and for a long time. It was like how could anyone ever ever top that. Uh, which I think did happen. But And for Joel Schumacher. Because I was such a huge Batman fan. I went with it. I went along for the ride. And they are so cheesy. They're so bad. They're entertaining at points I think. Um, and I thought it was really interesting. To cast Val Kilmer. I had, at the time he was cast. I was such a huge fan of Val Kilmer's. I've been a fan of his for a long time. And so it was so interesting to see him take on that role. Because to me, it really wasn't necessarily a role that really suited him. But I think he played Batman pretty well. Not so much Bruce Wayne, but I think he played Batman pretty well. Um, I thought Nicole Kidman was actually pretty good. She was decent. Um, And and I liked some of the characters uh, for the George Clooney one. Um, I and everybody knows I am the biggest George Clooney fan in the world and I was very excited that he got that role but I don't think it was really made for him and he'll say that himself I don't think he I think he was suited for Bruce Wayne not so much Batman and that movie I liked it the first time I saw it it lost some of its charm but I did dress as Poison Ivy that year for Halloween so like you said, Susie, it did inspire a lot of costumes. So it did inspire me to do that. I always liked the villain women in these movies. <laughs> so so I definitely liked her. She was my favorite part of, of that Batman movie. Okay, well let's move on to Christopher Nolan because Christopher Nolan changed a lot of things, I think, um, in the DC Universe. And um, I know when he um, cast christian bale that was also another controversial decision it was also controversial when he cast heath ledger a lot of people didn't think that would be a good idea um so a lot of a lot of things he did were questioned and these were movies that you know i mean the dark knight really changed the way the academy nominates movies honestly that's why they switched to 10 movies because everybody was furious that the dark knight wasn't nominated for best picture um, so let's get into Christopher Nolan's version of Batman. What are your opinions on Christopher Nolan's version, Angela?
0: Um, It's... I... Sorry, I don't know why I'm just, like, pausing because, like, I'm just, like, looking for words. Um, I... So I enjoyed the... Destiny movie, right? The Dark Knight. Because that's the second one, Right. Yeah,
1: that's the second one. The first one is Batman Begins, then Dark Knight, then the Dark Knight Rises.
0: So, the third movie of the Dark Knight Rises, I wasn't a fan of um, just because I don't know how I feel about, was it Anne Hathaway as a Catwoman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how I feel about Anne Hathaway as a Catwoman. Also, I think everybody knows that I love Kristen Bell as Bruce Wayne. But not Batman. See me. I'm sorry. Um, just because, like, I just felt like. I just felt like he's just. Pim and the Batman just wasn't. Okay, i going
1: to. Was it his voice? Was it his voice? Was it the way he held himself? Did he not seem like strong enough or something? Or was it. Because I know a lot of people complained about his voice. Was it that? Or. <laughs>
0: No, not his voice. That voice was okay. It was just like him, just like, I just, it just wasn't Batman to me. Just his, like, I, you know what? That's probably what it was. Like, he wasn't too strong enough to be Batman, which doesn't, I guess. Um, I Like, he is a really great Bruce Wayne, but I just don't see him. Um, and then I'm going to get, oh, God, I think I'm going to get pusher because Susie's going to kill me for this because I think Ben Netflix is, oh, here she comes, The a better. I'm in my opinions, but not a good Bruce Wayne. So I just felt like there's just two maybe it's the built too, but I but the movie itself The Dark Knight. although god, Susie, I'm so sorry. But I do like I do I feel like The Dark Knight has is one of my favorite Batman films. I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> hey, we all <laughs> have our opinions. That's I,
0: just, I do agree though. it is one, I just didn't like I just didn't like Wayne as Batman. But the whole story plots was, I just, I do like it because it's like the way how I see, like, it's, it's when I was raised, you know, reading comics and stuff, It was just the night, or maybe just way too dark and stuff, but I actually think it's good. So, um, <laughs> anyways, I think I have a feeling the series is gonna like, gonna like, <laughs> come down in a few minutes. I do understand that uh, Ben, Band- like, there's a lot of like just stuff, you know, with Ben Affleck. Him as an actor himself, totally a douchebag. I told, like, yes, he's just everything that he supported, you know, with the wrong people. It's just, he's just, I know Ben Affleck is a horrible person. I just, actor wise, I did, I do like him as Batman. So, um, Chris, and I know. Chris and Bang, she did a pretty good job. I, I just I felt like my ex- expectation of Batman was just kind of different. So,
1: yeah, one well, everybody has their favorites and their different opinion on it, which is just which is going to happen. Yeah. Um, and the thing is with
0: Heath Ledger's too. Um, I felt, I know a lot of people really liked him. For me, though, I felt like Heath Ledger was just he was his own Joker, like the own versions that have never that. that have never he he did his own of everything like like just to i think people call this joker psychotic i guess or uh-huh. would it was that a right word do you think Susie? right well i mean the
2: joker is psychotic, psychotic yeah. right, but
0: <laughs> like can i find the right word for you? but it's just i always prefer the um frank miller joker kind, which, uh, okay, maybe we'll talk more about Craig Miller's versions of Batman's later in the bit, but, yeah,
1: that's my opinions on The Dark Knight. And Susie?
2: So, I think, in regards to the Christopher Nolan uh, trilogy, um, I think he did a really good job with taking the, like we always knew batman was dark like if like if you've read the comics played any of the games and such you know he's he has he's a little bit more of a darker uh, character but previously he he's always been played on tv and media as more of like a lighthearted like joker like jokey <laughs> character so um i think it was really interesting how he like took that how he was able to take the like the darkness that we all knew was there and just kind of really translate it well to the big screen. Um, Batman Begins. Um, I really like how it sets up like the world building, like him finding him finding the cave and building and finding out how to make all like his masks and stuff. Like how Alfred tells him, like, "Oh, we have to order like ten thousand of these masks if we want to make your prototype." And he goes, well, you know, at least we'll have spares if anything breaks. <laughs> I, I, I really like how he's just kind of figuring out, like, what different things to do and how to, like, up his vigilanteism. <laughs> and, um, but I think over, like, with Bat, uh, The Dark Knight Rises, uh, I was a little bit more, like, ambivalent towards it. Um, I really do appreciate all the memes that were brought forth from pain being all
1: you think the darkness
2: is <laughs> Like that is just like mm-hmm. who among us has it like quoted that a bazillion times or just spoken in a in a bane like voice. I mean, you can't even tell that it's Tom Hardy. Like I didn't even know that was him when I first watched the mm-hmm. movie. And it wasn't until later when I found out that I was like, What? Um, but I think like hands down, my favorite has to be um <clears throat> the Dark Knight, because I really enjoy Heath Ledger's performance. I think he does a really good job. He did a really amazing job of like showing the Joker as this kind of almost chaotic being that like someone who's not even sure of his own backstory. He's just so like gone and unhinged. Like he always tells everyone, like, Oh, you want to know how I got my scars? And he just tells everyone a different story. And I think that's really interesting. And how he's just like a deranged dog just just creating chaos in the streets. And I think it, that's really interesting when he says, um, when he tells the gangsters, he tells them like, oh, yeah, people can get shot in the street and everyone's fine. But you shoot a cop and everyone loses their goddamn minds. Like, it's chaos. It's like a pure chaos. And it's, it's very true what Alfred said. He just, some men just want to watch the world burn. And I think that's a really good depiction of his character because really that's kind of all what I think all the Joker has wanted to do and has done throughout his whole like character history. <laughs> he just wants to create chaos and mm-hmm. push the Batman and, and test him and just really like mess with him because he sees him as his almost kind of like equal mm-hmm. and he just, he just wants to like push and push and push. and I think that's that's really good and i also i i think something that's really funny about it though is how that the whole uh christian bale's decision to like like where's rachel swear to me like when he goes all like deep and dark with his voice it's like sir you need a lozenge like um kevin conroy who voices who has voiced batman in cartoons and in video games he does a really good job of doing that kind of like subtle voice switch without singing too heavy. And I feel like Christian Bale could have really benefited from like seeing that and like studying it and just be like, let's make this like subtle, but not too like overt.
1: I love, love, love the Christopher Nolan trilogy. And I am, I have many issues with Christopher Nolan, but I think, and with the exception, yeah, the dark Knight rises wasn't as good as the other two. It just wasn't, Um, But I, I love what he did with these stories. I love how realistic and gritty they were. I adore Christian Bale and I thought Christian Bale was the perfect Batman. He's my favorite Batman. He's my favorite Bruce Wayne. Um, No one can ever be better than him in my mind. (laughs) Um, We'll see how Robert Pattinson does, but I just, I just can't picture anyone else beating him for me personally. Um, but I'm also a huge Christian Bale fan in general, and I just think he's perfect for the role. He also shocked me. I didn't really even consider that he would be someone who would even take on something like this. Um, but I think he added he added a lot to the character. Um, he added a lot of depth, especially to the history of the character, to the creation of the character. I loved watching Batman Begins. I think Batman Begins is almost as good as the dark knight the dark knight is my favorite but i love batman begins as well i saw it i can't even count how many times i have seen that movie um especially in theaters i even joined like an online um group fan page for batman and for the christopher nolan movies right after batman begins and i'd never done that before for any kind of superhero movie anything period really um, except for Project Greenlight, which was actually, ironically, started by Ben Affleck, of course. Um, so I have my own little Ben Affleck stories that I will not tell on here. <laughs> um, but but yeah, but I I just I just think he was perfect in the role. I understand why people get upset about the voice, but what I liked about that choice was he not only was disguising himself in a costume. Um, in his in his suit, the Batman suit, but he was also disguising himself in his voice. So he was taking on a totally different personality, and along with that, he took on this different voice. And yeah, maybe he didn't have to go so gravelly with it and so deep, but I think it worked. I think it fit the character. He was trying to make some a character that is scary, that is terrifying to bad guys and even to other people. It might be terrifying to see this man <laughs> flying down in this Batman suit. Um, So I think that's why it worked for me. For the villains, I want to give a quick shout out to Cillian Murphy as Scarecrow. I thought he was really, really good in Batman Begins. um, I thought when he would put on uh, the mask, that would always be kind of terrifying in in its own way. Um, And Heath Ledger, um, Heath Ledger was so, so good and he's so missed. He was such a talented actor and what he did with the Joker and I will admit when he, when he was cast as the Joker I rolled my eyes so hard cuz <laughs> I was like no way this is not the right person. I mean, no, he's he's too good looking. He's uh, he's he doesn't have the depth. I thought wrongly um even though I thought he was fantastic in uh, Brokeback Mountain, but I just I don't know, I just, it just seemed like the wrong fit, but I was very, 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 very wrong. Um, and he was so terrifying because you never knew what he was going to do, which I think is paramount to the character. He's an agent of chaos. That's all he cares about is chaos. And the scene when he is in the nurse's uniform and he's walking out of the hospital right after he pushes the button and you see the way he walks, just the way he's walking is scary. And just the way he would lick his lips or the way he would move his mouth and the way he would talk and the way he would laugh and uh, the way his makeup was not done well. Um, Everything was kind of askew and and the way his story would always change. And just everything he did with that role was incredible. It was just so incredible. One of the best performances in any comic book movie ever, hands down, in, in my opinion. Um. And I just I just was so glad that he received the Oscar posthumously, of course, but I was glad he received that for that role because I think he was so incredible. And so I think the problem was you made this amazing movie with the Dark Knight and you had this amazing villain. And I think for Christopher Nolan, it was really hard to top that. Um, And so The Dark Knight Rises definitely wasn't as good. And I'm not an, a big Anne Hathaway fan, so when she was cast, I was really, really like, ugh, gross. Because, you know, to me, Michelle Pfeiffer will always be Catwoman. Um, but I think she did. I think she did a pretty decent job, uh, especially with the Selena Kyle part. And I thought she had good chemistry with Christian Bale. And I liked, like I said, that they ended up together. That to me made that was happiness to me because I shipped them. So I liked that a lot. I thought Bane was okay. Um, You know, it just didn't have the same impact. And I think it was tainted a lot personally because of what happened here in Colorado because of the Aurora theater shooting. And I think that tainted the movie. Um, It tainted the viewing experience. Um, I think it took away from it sadly. Um, And, you know, I, I, I knew people that were there that night. And so I think that kind of had this, it, it kind of tainted the, everything about that film for me at least. And I think for a lot of people, and I think that's possibly why people, I think that contributes to why people don't like it as much as the other two in the trilogy, but still the trilogy that will always be my favorite version of Batman. That will be always be my favorite. Those will always be my favorite Batman movies, the Christopher Nolan ones. Okay. So let's get into, we'll talk about Ben Affleck and then um, I know, lego batman was brought up as well so let's talk about those two versions i know they're kind of very different but i know angela that you prefer ben affleck um so why don't you talk a little bit about, about why you think ben affleck was so good <laughs> just
0: trying to find a way to kind of word it correctly because i know Susie is <laughs> trying not to like strangle me <laughs> Besides, you know, the actor himself, I know, full of douchebags, but just for him as being as Batman, it's just, like, he got the voice, he got the vibe, but, like, just have him his like, his characters as Batman, like, I feel like that's just, he just, you know, the fact that he's, like, also the character is also a douchebag as Batman, like, even in Jessica League, he was totally, like, you know, like, doesn't want to work with anyone, doesn't want to, you know, does like, he prefers his own self, like, it's just him. I just felt like he was just more of a, I guess, a Batman that I kind of, I don't know what kind of comic I was reading, but it was the comic that I personally liked, though, um, so I just like Ben Affleck as Batman. I don't. I also believe I don't think he's a good Bruce Wayne though. He's um, so, but, but that I yeah. I just I just like Ben Affleck as Batman more. So that's just <laughs> unpopular opinions. I do know because I feel like ever since Christopher Nolan's film came out with Chris, like er, like I feel like everybody just keep all attacking. It's like no, Chris and there's better, and all these stuff, and you can't change my mind, and I just, like, and, and there's nothing where I just, like, fan enough, like, I feel like, like, you know, I'm not attacking you all, you know, I just feel like, just, like I said, like, ever since, like, Christopher Nolan's film, like, it's just, it's just so hard to, like, I guess, like, you know, just, people just, like, they want the same thing, like, they, they can't, they just can't like any any other Batman or other Joker, but Christopher Nolan's Batmans or Jokers. Um. So, in another uh, unpopular opinions too, I did like, um, you know, besides Heath Ledger's, I do like I said I do like Heath Ledger's Joker in some way. <laughs> like, part of me like Jared Leto, joke. Because okay, the only reason why I said okay, yes, Gerolito, horrible person, a horrible actor. I I I do understand that, but the Jarolito ones, it kind of gave me more of like the um Frank Miller version of Joker a bit, like in a way. And I it, like the I know the whole tattoo things looks kind of stupid, it looks weird and stuff, but I don't know, it's just like kinda of st- there's just part that I just like like about him, you know, just, but that's just my unpopular
1: opinions. (laughs) Angela, don't, you don't have to apologize for that. I mean, everybody views these movies and these characters differently. And I think everybody is entitled to that. You know, I mean, everybody is, I mean, I have my own, we're going to get into, I want to, um, once we're done talking about Wonder Woman, so it'll be a little bit down the line. I want to talk about separately, the Joker movie that came out last year, um, or yeah. 2018, whatever, um, because or 2019, sorry guys, mm-hmm. um, because I just I just want to talk about that briefly, but we'll get into that in a little bit, but uh, but yeah, everybody is entitled to have their their opinions and stuff, so don't feel bad about about liking those versions. I mean, hey. I, you know, I like certain things that everybody's like, what in the world? So, yeah. So, so, Susie, what are your opinions on Ben Affleck's version of Batman?
2: Okay. I just want to preface this by telling Angela please don't apologize or feel bad for, for liking um, these actors and the character and the version of the character that they portrayed. Um, it's fine. It's just, not, it's not my cup of tea. But I'm glad that you were able to find happiness in the portrayal. I mean, not yeah, happy. I mean,
0: happiness. Well, but it like... made
2: you happy. I mean, yeah. You liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> I just want to say okay. that I think Ben Affleck portraying Batman was one of the worst decisions that was ever made. <laughs> I don't, listen, I, I don't like the actor. Granted, he has done. Good job, like a good job before. It's obviously gotten him far in life. Good for him. I don't care for him as an actor or as a person. He is garbage. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm not here for him. And but besides personal like personal things aside, I just felt that his portrayal of Batman in the Batman vs Superman movie and in the Justice League was just very like, ugh. Like, I felt like there, I don't feel like he brought anything new to the character. I felt like it was just more of a petulant child that was like, you don't want with anyone. Like, I'm be like, is the only one that's right. Like, I didn't, I'm not, I, I didn't like it. I just, just no, from me. Thank you very much. And in regards to the Jared Leto Joker, I do not like jared leto as a person i don't and i think that the way that he quote unquote got in a character was disgusting like there are ways to be a method actor without terrorizing and annoying your fellow castmates like he took it so far to the point that viola davis's husband who has who's like an mma fighter or something had to threaten him and say you need to cut this out with my wife like stop it this is not okay like he had to be told no don't don't say oh, no,
0: no 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 i was gonna to agree didn't like, say like, like a rat dog? like
2: he's he he sent margot robbie like dead rats yes, he, that's why was, Yeah, he like the very first time that they ever did the script reading he had someone come in throw a pig carcass on the table and say from the joker and then left like i just think that that behavior is taking it like way too far and it's just it's too extreme like granted what he Ledger also did was extreme but he wasn't terrorizing his fellow castmates to the point where one of them mm-hmm. their husband had to be like hey cut this out this isn't right also there's the fact i have great issue with the fact that um the costume designer and the director were like, oh yeah, for the Joker's design, we were really inspired by narco culture. In my opinion, narco culture is not something to be glamorized. And it's something that I especially have issue with a pasty white man perpetrating it. Like it's, it's not okay. I, I'm not fine with it. And I feel like his whole performance would like, especially with the stupid laugh, like When he laughed in, in, I think it was a Suicide Squad movie, and he was like, uh, uh, and, like, put his hand over his mouth and was just like, uh, like, no, that is stupid. (laughs) Like, my eyes rolled so far back into my head that I swear to God, they almost got stuck there. Like, I, no. And he keeps, and he complained. He was like, oh, my seats got cut out. Yeah, for good goddamn reason, Jared. Jared. I don't know.
1: Sorry, I'm just laughing because I was, it was, I mean, in a good way, it was so impassioned there. Yeah, he's, he's kind of a scumbag guy in real life. He's, yeah, I agree that method. And he like sent used condoms and stuff. And I mean, it's just really gross. I mean, that kind of behavior is gross. Even if the performance is good, it's, it's gross, of course. Um, All I'm going to add with the Ben Affleck thing, I'm going to just, and this is more, defending his talent a little bit. I I think Ben Affleck is actually is a, actually can, can be a really really good actor. I think you should watch the movie The Way Back, which is all about him playing an alcoholic. Um he's it's kind of been said that he's playing himself who ends up becoming a a basketball coach and how that kind of helps him come back um after he dealt with a tremendous loss. Um, and I think he's an amazing director. I think he's a really, really talented director. Um, he's incredibly smart. He really is. An, I mean, I'm going off of when I was involved with Project Greenlight, which was, of course, the thing that he started with um, Matt Damon. And he was much more involved with the community around that than Matt Damon was. He would come online with us all the time, talk to us. He was at events and stuff. So he's um, he's incredibly, incredibly smart. One of the smartest men I have ever interacted with so I do want (laughs) to put that out there I'm not saying he's a great guy I'm just saying that you know I do talent so I'll I'll just that's all I'm going to say about about both of those um so I don't know if anyone wants to comment on Lego Batman and then we're going to get into I want to get everybody's thoughts on the the new Batman I mean that hasn't happened of course but that's being filmed so do you like Lego Batman Angela
0: it's just like it's just like I just love watching, like, because, like, when I first, like, because I didn't think it was going to be that, just, I didn't, I mean, of course, okay, well, it, it brings me back the whole of, like, back of the whole, like, Batman, like, the Adam West, the whole, like, just the funny, the comic relief of it, and then, but he was also kind of, like, blunt, funny, as well, um, just like just everything about it's just like I just love, I just I cannot remember how like how many times I could laugh on Lego Batman. But he is I, and the thing is so like I think I already know like just DC animation in general are just amazing, like the Team Titan, the Justice League animations. Like like I I already knew that I was gonna love it anyways when Lego Batman came so. Um just if anything if there's any ways you just kind of have that that script of everything in live actions, that would be great. Like just but it's just it's just if, I don't know if it ever is gonna work though so. but I honestly love it, so but it's been a while since i I can't remember all the scenes. So I just remembered that it was just like hilarious, funny. Some of them are, like, pretty blunt and, like, totally true. So, yeah, that's my opinion on it.
1: (laughs) Well, and and Susie, I know you mentioned Lego Batman before, so you you like Lego Batman, right?
2: You might say I like this movie. (laughs) Um, I will say one of the, I think, the follies of um, the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy is that I kinda like all the DC movies that have come after it. And they've I feel like they've kind of felt the need to like maintain that like the dark and greedy aesthetic like, rather angsty teenagers. But what something that I really liked and I found really refreshing about Lego Batman was that it brought it kept it kept the darkness, but it also was able to really success, successfully incorporate comedy into the character. Like just, there's one scene where Alfred just opens the blinds on Batman. He's like, Master, you need to see sunlight. And he just goes <sighs> <laughs> Or when he tells him, he's like, oh, you have to actually go out and interact with people, Bruce. This You can't be alone in your mansion. And he's like, no, 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 no. no. And he's just, like, flipping around the house, like, no, 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 I don't want to go. <laughs> like, I just thought that was I think they did a really good job of balancing his, like, his his kind of, like, feeling of needing to be, like, a lone, lonely loner, but also really, um, I think it was really sweet how they did a really good job incorporating the, like, he, yeah, he, he wants to portray himself as a lone, lonely loner, but he also longs for a feeling of family because, as we all know, he got that taken away from him at such a young age, and I think it does a really good job of exploring how how afraid he is to get close to people because of his loss. And also just Will Arnett just coming in as a as a as a dark horse. It's like I never I would have never have expected him to to have anything to do with like Batman or anything. So the fact that he is voicing him, I found super entertaining. I would totally shit. I, I was
0: I was having a little heart moments with now I remember, but just Joker. And Lego Bat, uh, Joker and Batman in the Lego Batman. It was just like you have Joker. You know, you're always so used to Joker, like just like so crazy and stuff. But this one, he was just like he was also like, you know, wanted some I guess quote like affection or wanted to be heard too. And it was just like,
2: oh. Well, well they did a really good job of like incorporating kind of like romantic comedy aspects mm-hmm. into it where he's mm-hmm. like I need you to say those three words just please say those three words to me that I matter <laughs> and then at the very end he's like I I, I hate you Ooh. and he's like <gasps>
1: <laughs>
2: thank you <man. laughs>
1: it's just think
2: it's so good <laughs> yeah
1: so well, I have a confession. I have never seen Lego <laughs> I
0: guess, guess we all wash it together after this broadcast, then. <laughs> oh.
1: Yeah, I, 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 as I've stated before, I'm not a big fan of animated films, most of them. So, yeah, I have, I've never watched it, but I will eventually. I will someday watch it. So that's my confession. <laughs> So I don't really have anything anything to add on that, um, but I want to get everyone's thoughts on Robert Pattinson taking on the role of Batman, and um how are you feeling are you Are you excited about the new movie the The Batman angela
0: Yes, so um I know because' not in Netflix. But it's okay, because I also, you know, a lot of people think that Robin Pattinson wasn't going to be a very good Batman, and so, but that's because they only, the only thing they can think of is him from Twilight. I was like, no, like, he, Robin Passant, I feel like he has been, like, in such a more good film after, like, like the recent one that I saw him was, like, The Lighthouse. Beautiful film. That was so beautiful I honestly cried in that one. It was just great. But I'm I'm saying so. Robin Patterson he is a very good actor. I just felt like so bad because the only because he still is projected as the Edward Collins. whatever his whatever Colin? Yes. Colin Collins. Um, but I just like I have a feeling though, like with him being as the Batman and stuff. Like I like I'm hoping that everybody can see like how good of an actor he is. Like I feel like they haven't seen his other films, you know, before. And like like I, I have like strong hope for him. Um. So, have
1: we? Who's? Do we know who's directing that Bat, that Batman movie? Yeah, let me look it up. Um, Matt oh, Reeves Matt. is directing it. Oh, Matt Reeves.
0: Okay, so. I also would like to, I don't know if, if if you all agree with me, but I felt like, I don't think Robin Passion should be uh, Bruce Wayne Batman. I felt like, I don't know if you guys watched the animation that Batman Beyond, but I felt like Robin Passion should be more of Terry mm. character because mm. it's just the way how I don't know, like I feel like is Terry just like he's more like you know the younger size that's like the belt of it you know I just just I just feel like he should be more of like a different because there's more Batman's besides Bruce Wayne and I feel like he should be more of uh Terry instead And I love Batman Beyond knowing how Matt Reeves uh, directed I feel like it could I feel like there's there's that opportunities that you could direct a Batman Beyond movie which just because I feel like we have so much like Bruce Wayne Batman already and I feel like we needed to have a different characters now like I want I want Terry Batman I just I, I don't yeah that's just my opinions I feel like there, there was there was was a missed opportunity and I felt Robin Patton would have exceeded with Terry instead so but then I, I don't really know Susie do you watch Batman Beyond mm. Do you, I, I might be wrong, is Terry Asian? I don't think oh, so. No, okay, no, it no. was his girlfriend that was Asian. Okay, never mind, I was going to say, okay, I didn't want to say anything wrong, because I, I don't really remember, but I remember that his girlfriend was Asian, so I just didn't want to make it, because it would, it'd be, if Terry was Asian, then that would not be good, but sorry, I'm just rambling. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my thoughts on Ryan and
1: Batman. So. And Susie, your thoughts on... So I
2: I think I think it's a good choice. Like I can't wait to see what Robert brings to the character. Part of my questions in your determination about this portrayal, uh, Angela, due to do with the fact that you like the Ben Affleck Batman. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know what I really wish though? I really wish that if they had put um uh Ron Pazin as Terry and have Ben Affleck as the old Batman is dead. You know, it's because Terry did have like
2: yeah, he as had old Batman as right? mm-hmm. a yeah, all around on Kane. Um, no, but I think, I, I do think that Robert Pattinson really got, um, he really, like, after Twilight, I feel like he really did a really great job of making a name for himself. Like, doing all these diverse and different kind of indie films. And then his mm-hmm. his um, his acting in the lighthouse was Really amazing, and I think he did a really good job. And you really can't wait to see what he brings to this role. And mm-hmm. I, 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 can't wait to see how how he is acting opposite um, Colin Farrell. I think that'll be really, really neat.
1: Yeah, I was when when I first heard that he was cast, I objected <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and it's not because i don't think he's a good actor i think he's a really really good actor you watch him in anything else and you can see how talented he is um and he doesn't even like the twilight movies so you know um so it wasn't that it was just i just i don't know i just didn't see him as batman i didn't see him as bruce wayne but then the promotional stills came out and my mind completely changed so we'll see it 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 looks really cool to me Um, I think Matt Reeves is a good director so it'll be interesting to see what he does with this. I think the cast looks outstanding to me. I mean, you've got Colin Farrell who I absolutely adore. You've got Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. You've got Andy Serkis. Um, I think Paul Dano will be the perfect Riddler because he's really kind of creepy already to watch and so I think he will be perfect. You've got Jeffrey Wright and you've got Peter Sarsgaard, who I've mentioned before, is one of my favorite actors. So I'm really excited about this cast. Um, And so that gives me hope that I think this will probably be dark because I think now I think it'd be really hard to go and make a Batman movie that isn't dark. But maybe there'll be some lightness added in. Who knows? Um, But I am really excited to see it. I'm sad we have to wait longer because of everything going on in the world. So we have to wait, you know, until March of 2022 to see it. But I am really excited for this one. Um, And yeah, I mean, Robert Pattinson is a really good actor. So if the only reason you're upset about it is because of Twilight films, go watch other stuff he has done. And it'll probably change your mind. So yeah, he's, he's a really, really good actor. Okay, well, I want to get into um, Wonder Woman now, and I want to just get thoughts on the character and um, the new versions, the, 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 sorry, excuse me, and the Patty Jenkins Wonder Woman movie. Angela? Wonder Woman.
0: I love, so I remember, like, when it first came out, well, I actually watched, well, I watched the old one with, is it with Linda Carter? Did I just butcher her?
1: Linda Carter. Linda Carter. Yeah,
0: I watched it with my family, but I wasn't much into it. Stuff, but um, I was able for the new one. uh, I remember just like going to the theater, just like the midnight showing. Didn't want to expect anything, but I knew it was like really important, just because like I just love DC, and of course I have to watch it, but. This whole scene, I know, like, like I think everybody could feel the same way, but I remember, like, just crying of just everything that you know. Just Diane, like Diane, is like she, like all the time when you know people tell her that you know you can't do this and you can't do that and all these stuff, and she did it anyways. It was just like I don't know, like there's this part of me, like I just like just cry. And just, like, because I have went, because I feel like all of us women have went through a lot of life, just, like, you know, having men or just anyone in general, like, telling that, you know, we're nothing, you know, you're just a woman, like, you like, we, let's take, let's take care of it. And it's just, like, to just have that and see that in person, just, like, you know, just gave me, like, so much, like, hope. And it's, like, I just... It was just an amazing feeling just to have. So I really enjoyed the Wonder Woman movie and I'm excited for the second one. Um, yes, I know. i I know, just just keep delaying. It's like it's like, hey, it's gonna be released in this one, just kidding. Just next year it's like, oh damn it's like But um but yes, I I don't know there was also another Wonder Woman movie that is called um uh, can I? It's not Woman, but it's it's called. Um, what was that? It was with Doctor. Um, it was the creator of Wonder Woman. I don't know. There was a movie about it. I can't from right there. Um. Oh, oh um,
2: Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Professor Martin, like I, I don't know if that's like part of like one, but I. Erin, I, have
1: you watched? I've never, I've never heard of it. So yeah,
0: so it's basically of the creator of Wonder Woman, of how he came to be of creating Wonder Woman as a comic, and he had like, you know, wife, and but he was also, you know, huh? Poly-
2: polyamorous?
0: Yes, Is polyamorous? Yes, into a polyamorous relationship, and how it comes to be. So just, yes, I don't know if everybody knows, but Wonder Woman did came from like. I guess as you can know, like Bondish styles and stuff, so yeah. all her and everything. So as and I can I guess everybody knows I am into like videos like, and community so, so I guess like that's also part why, you know, I love Wonder Woman and also Catwoman's too, because of that particular it was just the character itself. So but I feel like I probably should talk more about that in our We did. Are we having? We are still having the broadcast, right? Uh, Yeah,
1: that's next year. That's next year.
0: year. Never mind. I thought I was was getting too excited. Okay.
1: (laughs) Yes.
0: That's my opinion, though, about Wonder Woman.
1: Okay. And
2: Susie? So I remember. um, So when I think Batman versus Superman came out first, and that was kind of like our first introduction, the gal. And I I was like, okay with it. Um, I did see like the Linda Carter series growing up and it it was just like, there was fond memories of childhood attached to it. Like who among us does not want to like spin and change clothes (laughs) instantly? (laughs) That would be amazing. But, um, and I remember like being told growing up, like, oh, if you want to feel confident, just stand in the Wonder Woman pose for 10 seconds and you'll feel a lot more like, courage and just more badass overall and so sometimes when i'm feeling a little down i like to do a little wonder woman pose and just feel that little rush of like yeah i got this um but when it was when she was first announced for that i was like okay um this isn't the version i know but let's see what she brings and so like seeing the wonder woman movie it was just amazing i i I entered the theater with trepidation and I left it with like a big old smile and lots of happiness. I think they really did a really good job kind of um, exploring this character. And as anyone who knows me knows, I love looking at like special effects and costume design. So seeing the thought and the care that was put into her costume and the other Amazon Amazonian's costume was really amazing. And it's Another one of the reasons why I really don't like Justice League was the butchering that they did to the characters, Mm -hmm. so that's fine. Um, But I just, I I really liked it. I do remember, like, one of my, like, during that time, one of my friends' moms was like, well, I don't like this Wonder Woman because it's not the Wonder Woman I grew up with. And you know what? That's fine. It's probably not the Wonder Woman you grew up with, but it's going to be the Wonder Woman that other little girls are gonna grow up mm-hmm. with and if that makes them happy, then that's, that's great, that's fine I mean, not everything has to be for you, Karen <laughs> <laughs> I did, did, did you know this actually
0: is a Facebook group for that particular reason? Like, we prefer Linda Carb, but that Facebook group was so toxic it was also just so bad because I don't know if it's just like all of this and I think it's still like people are just so are like into Linda Carter because I don't want to put like race into it, but like a lot of people didn't like new one of them because she wasn't like white enough, and I was like, oh, oh god. So I was like, you know, there's always that pretty like just yeah they can yeah there's a Facebook group on it just that whole toxic, racist, it was just pretty bad. So, you know what? Good thing we have that one-on-one because we do want little girls to, you know, see that, hey, you can be, like, a hero. It doesn't matter if you the genders or the colors or whatever it is. Go for it.
1: Wonder Woman, when I was a kid, I just, I would pretend to be Wonder Woman all the time. I had Wonder Woman outfits. I had Wonder Woman costumes. I just, I, I would spin around in my room and pretend to be her. Um, so I, I loved Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was like up there with Princess Leia with me um, as far as like wanting to be like her when I was young. Uh, so I just adored her. And I love the new wonder woman version and movie um the scene when she's walking across the battlefield it made me cry it it really made me cry it was so powerful to see that as a woman to see you know all these men are hunkered down and they don't want to go across the battlefield and here's this strong woman going across the battlefield and taking on everybody and, and, and protecting everybody. And she's just so powerful and amazing. And that was so beautiful to see. You don't get to see that that much as a woman. So to be able to see that on screen was just, it was such a beautiful moment. And the fact that little girls are going to grow up, being able to watch that is really powerful to me. I think that's really incredible. Um, and i know we have a, a few other you know like captain marvel and stuff um and and the women in the black black panther movie but it was great to see this too um i thought she was really good i think i think this was one of the best uh dc movies in recent years i'm very excited for wonder woman 1984 um darn you covid again <laughs> for taking away all this joy from us um but i'm very excited to see that one i thought chris pine was Excellent as well. Chris Pine is the superior is one of the superior Chris's The only Chris the only Chris that's better than Chris Pine is Chris Messina. So those are the two superior Chris's in my opinion. So I you know so I loved watching him. I loved their chemistry. Um, I loved a lot of the other characters in it. I thought Patty Jenkins did a great job. It was wonderful and amazing to see a woman directing a superhero movie. And I'm glad that we're getting more women directing superhero movies. We need more of that. Um, yeah, I just I absolutely loved it. And Wonder Woman is, you know, like I said, it goes Batman, Catwoman, and then Wonder Woman. Those are my three favorites. So I just really, really enjoyed it. Loved it. Loved her. Loved her whole persona. Her whole um, the the way she the way Gal Gadot portrayed her, um, the performance, everything was just absolutely on point and perfect and beautiful and wonderful. So yeah. I really, really, really loved it. Okay. Okay. Well I want to really quickly and then we'll uh kind of get into wrapping up, but I wanted to talk about, because I just think it's kind of important to discuss, the movie Joker from last year. And the reason I want to discuss this is this, of course was a very controversial movie. I have a lot a lot of opinions on this movie. Um and I believe our other two panelists do as well. But I just want to get some brief thoughts on the movie Joker and um whether you consider it to be in the same universe as these other DC movies or and also your thoughts on Joaquin Phoenix's performance, Angela.
0: I Okay, I come into this movie I know, and just, like, I already knew, you know, expected that I was going to love this Joker movie anyways, just because I already watched some of, of, you know, Phoenix, uh, other movie, and he was just a really good actor. I know, you know, there was going to be a lot of, like, you know backlash argument because you know he's not like he's ledgers all these stuff. But just him as a Joker, like just him his performance was like you see, you know, like how he's dealing with it with his like mental illness and he doesn't know how to deal with it. And the only like it was just I felt like I I never thought that I would relate to a Joker. But the thing is though he doesn't call himself a Joker at that time. But just the character himself I didn't think I would would relate ever in my life though but him though like just to show like you know what he was dealing with like his vulnerabilities it I really did cry into that movie like I was you know just dealing with depressions and just like no one hearing me and you know and just um but that movie also got really like Political too. Like there was a lot of com- like you know, controversial. I cannot speak today. The word uh,
1: controversy. Yes, oh, okay.
0: yes. Okay. There was a lot of it. Just because, and it it was also a really bad timing too. Because there was like, you know, like gun controls and you know the it, it talks about you know the rich and the poor, um, but just everything that was like going on in our country now. It was just um. Yes, yeah, so that was just I don't like that I just really loved the Joker movie um a lot. I don't know if there was gonna be a second one. I don't think they shouldn't be because I like it how as it should be. So um but yeah.
2: I think that Joaquin did a fabulous job uh with the character. I think the movie works really well as as like a DC movie. And I also think it works amazing as its own, like, standalone film. Um, I think it did a really good, it did a really amazing job, I think, portraying, like, someone's fight with, like, mental illness and just kind of that, I don't know, like, the feeling and the experience. I think it was really amazing. Um, I do agree with Angela. I don't... I don't think it needs a sequel I think it's just fine on its own it's like like Hollywood you don't need to be making sequels of everything sometimes Mm -hmm. standalone films are just as great too Mm -hmm. but yeah like I think like when I heard that he was doing uh, the role I was like what so I was a little bit like hesitant about it but like seeing the movie it was just like any doubt in my mind was just
1: erased it was it was really good Okay, well, brace yourselves for my long little opinion on this movie. Um, when I first saw the trailer, I was absolutely excited. I It was looked dark and twisted, and I like dark and twisted movies, and I was really excited to see it. I love Joaquin Phoenix. Um, I think he is almost just as talented as the late Great River Phoenix as his brother. Um And then, of course, the controversy came out that, you know, a lot of people were saying this could incite violence among white men feeling like, you know, because, you know, they stupidly and wrongly believe that they are persecuted in this country and they aren't. Um, So saw a lot of that. And I was scared to go see it. I will be honest. I was scared to go to the theater. I was scared to sit through it. So I decided I wasn't going to see it. And then I changed my mind again. And I went to go see it, but I went to go see it. I was lucky enough to be able to see it during the weekday, and there were only a few people in there. But I was scared when I saw white men entering the theater, I will say. Um, And I have a really hard time sometimes with the way Hollywood uh, portrays mental illness. A lot of times what they want to show is that anyone with a mental illness will end up being like the Joker, will end up killing people, will end up uh, going off the rails. Um, that there's only one, there's only two ways uh, mentally ill people can be in this world, and that is to either be hospitalized or to be so heavily medicated that they can't function in the world, um, or you know that that they that they don't deserve the same rights or they're not on the same level as as people who don't have a mental illness. Um, and it's also people want to just shove it to the side and push it away. And while I think. Joaquin Phoenix was incredible and brilliant and um, incredibly scary and terrifying. It really upset me that for me, this movie fell into that stereotype of if you have a mental illness, you can never have a functioning normal life. And as someone who has a mental illness, it really hurts seeing this. Um, And while I think there was some brilliance in this movie, particularly his performance. I think it's one of the best performances I've ever seen. Uh, that pained me, and that was hard. I will never watch the movie again ever. I will never sit through it again. It was the most miserable viewing experience because it was so painful to watch. It was the violence was so super real that. Uh, there was one scene when he killed um, – I think it was when he killed his coworker. when he was banging his co-worker's head against the wall or something. And I, I remember, you know, when it stopped, both my sister and I at the same time said, oh, thank God that's over. Um, you know, or something along those lines because it was so hard to watch. Um, I don't think this movie really was – I don't think the Joker, the portrayal in this movie – even though I think the way they handled women in this movie was really kind of bad. (laughs) But um, I don't think his portrayal at all fed into the incel community at all. Um, I think with the Joker character, I think he despises and equally despises everybody. I just think that's the way his character is, (laughs) at least in that movie. I don't think of it in the same universe as any other DC movie. I don't think this character should ever be seen again, this version of it. I think it should just stay as a standalone. I don't even think of it as a comic book movie. I think of it as a movie watching the decline of someone's mental health and watching someone who is um, a sociopath and watching them sort of fall over that edge and... Fall into this other other realm, um, and watching someone who really will become like a serial killer, and someone who is unhinged, and watching them fall over that edge. So, um, yeah, um, that's 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 my thoughts on it. Um, I do think I do want to say again, I do think Joaquin Phoenix was excellent in the movie. I do think he deserved that Academy Award. Um, I think he did a great job. I think next to Heath Ledger, I think those are the two best portrayals of the character, even though I think of Joaquin Phoenix's Joker as being not part of the same universe at all. In my opinion, um, I look at it more as, like I said, just watching, um, watching someone become an evil person, really, you know, um, that's, that's the way I, I viewed it and saw it. Um, it was very 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 hard to watch the scene in the bathroom um when he's dancing in the bathroom uh was so ooh, <sighs> was so hard to watch and so painful and so creepy and you know and and i'm not saying that there aren't mentally ill people that aren't like this or aren't capable of violence i have met people with mental illness that I would not want to be alone with. I'm just saying I, I would have rather seen a balanced version with having people in there that had a mental illness and were functioning. And even though I know this talked a lot about, you know, um, not being able to get access to your medication. And I I did like the fact that they did show that um, mental health is not treated the way it should be treated Um, that, uh, that it's really hard to get help that a lot of people you will sit in front of and talk to that are supposed to be helping you will barely look at you or pay attention to you or notice you or care about you because they've become so numb and shut off. And I've had that experience more times than I can count. Um, I've had experiences where it was like, oh, you're going to need all this help, this help. And then money runs out and it's like, you're magically cured and you're worse off than you were before. Um, I've had to go without medication. So I understand that as well and how scary that is. So I did like that part of it. I just really, 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 really wish that we didn't get so many portrayals like this. Um, you know, it's just really painful for me personally. So those are my thoughts. <laughs> um I just wanted to make sure we talked about that really quickly because I don't know. I just thought it was kind of important when we're talking about DC, <laughs> um, even though I kind of think of it as separate. So I felt
0: like the thing about DC, though, is that it's a very great area and the most you know great gray area comics, which why you know I like DC. That you know I, I like how in the Joker's movie, you know. It shows in both sides, as in, like, you know, like, I felt like not only, like, you know, Joker was, you know, was going through this horrible, like, this, you know, turning into this person, but also, we also see a bit of, like, Bruce Rain dad, the way how he treated, you know, how the rich or the society treated the... Mm-hmm the mental ill and the poor and all those that doesn't have the the resource yet, the underclass and so you know like um I felt like it was so dark but I also felt like you know like it's like also telling us hey the societies these days have failed us and we need to do something about it you know granted you know like I'm not saying like we don't do anything we got a bunch of like shooters and other stuff like because actually as a matter of fact like my of them I feel like, you know, the war shooting, the, all of these all happens because, you know, we don't, I feel like, I feel like we as society have really do felt these people. And that's why, you know, you know, so that's why I felt like that's what the Joker movie was trying to like kind of tell us, you know, even though it's, it's just still super sad and dark and just, but so, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I just have a, I just have an issue with, with, with that part of it, with the fact that, you know, that a lot of times people think that if you don't get your medications or good help, you're going to kill people or go off the edge. And that's not true. Um, More violence is committed against people with mental illness than mentally ill people commit violence. Mm -hmm. So I want people to remember that because, you know, I I just, yeah, I don't think that gets talked about enough. So, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm Um, But I do agree that I I think a lot of what they were trying to show was, you know, how we don't um, take care of people who have mental illness. And I do do agree with that. And also, you know, um, the income gap and stuff. I I do agree that it was trying to show that. But, yeah. Okay. Well, I want to just quickly... Um, just see if there are any other DC movies. If you just want to give a quick shout out to any other DC movies, uh, Angela.
0: Well, (laughs) gosh, I just want to make sure that I want to get my point across because I know it was just, maybe it shouldn't be DC. I don't know. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I just wanted to say about this whole, I don't know if you heard about Amber Heard staying as Murrah in Aquaman. I know I just I'm, I'm sorry but no 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 I'm just I, I just can't I, I love DC and Aquaman so much I'm so sorry and so it was hard for me to watch Aquaman while seeing a freaking like abuser in, in the movies and I know you're supposed to put actors and they're, Or I guess the movie and the personal life aside, but I guess because I just had, I was just kind of mad. And I since we're in the D.C.'s weekend, because this news just happened a few days ago, I just thought that that was just my input. And I just, I'm just, like, again, it's just one of those things where you just feel disappointed with Hollywood, again, of just like you're, you know, you're, you just, it's just, they're feeling... They're feeling society like society fills us and just one of those things. So um that's just, oh wait, is it still Yeah, it's still okay. Yeah, that was just my input on Aquaman movie. I mean, granted, I don't know I'm I'm, I'm gonna watch the future Aquaman movie. It's just, this thing is so I also would like to confess that Aquaman was also one of my other favorite characters in DC. So um it was just kind of sad that it was just whole Amber Heard just being back after everything that's been going on. I was like, oh, no. But okay. But yeah, and anyways, that was my thoughts. I just did sorry about that.
1: <laughs> you, you don't have to apologize. Um, Susie? So yes, I
2: just, I wanted to talk about briefly about the Birds of the Prey movie and the fantabulous emancipation of Harley Quinn. Oh gosh, that's a mouthful. I really okay. So I really liked um, kind of like the exploration into the Harley Quinn character in that movie, and like Margot Robbie's portrayal of it, and how she's really like, you know what? Screw the Joker. I'm gonna go do my own thing and look fabulous while doing it. I think they again her emancipation from the Joker is. Just amazing. I never, I've never liked the Joker-Harley relationship ever. I think it's unhealthy and disgusting. And just like in that movie, seeing her be just her fabulous self and like having all this, like making all these new friends and kind of becoming a mentor to this, to this kid. I think it's really great. And I can't wait for, like, a Gotham City Sirens that is, I think, is being made. I'm not 100% sure if it is. But if it is, I think if um, Zoe Kravitz is doing the Catwoman, I can't wait to see, like, they're acting opposite of each other. Um, I think they would do... Okay, for my personal like fan casting of Poison Ivy, I would really like to see Megan Fox. <gasps> Cuz I Hollywood has mm-hmm. done her so dirty mm-hmm. and I feel like this mm-hmm. would be just the perfect role for her to like sink her teeth into and just like have some fun with it. I think it'd be really I think it'd be really really cool and um I'm really excited for the new um Suicide Squad uh movie. Um, uh, so far what i've seen from it 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 looks really fun i like all the costume design and i like the fact that they included the pokadon man which is a very like little known um uh, uh, batman villain <laughs> I and mean, if you guys just want to know who the pugout man is just just give a gander he's well he's this guy who can like conjure up things from his pokadon it's just, it's really funny, and I definitely like recommend like looking that character up. But I can't wait for like the future of DC in those
1: terms of like those like sort of team movies. <laughs> yeah, I I loved Birds of Prey. I thought Birds of Prey was really really good, um, and that also had the best Chris, Chris Messina, in it. <laughs> So I'm playing a very different kind of character for him. But yes, I, I really enjoyed that movie. I thought it was really, really good. Um and I'll be interested to see what happens next with that character. And I thought Mar I think Margaret Robbie is really good in that. Um in that one. So yeah, I really, really liked that. Um I I I don't have anything much else to add except for I you know it's weird DC to me is weird because DC was always my favorite. And then I think they kind of lost track because I think what happened is they thought they had to be dark with everything like what Nolan did. And while I, I prefer the dark to the light, honestly, <laughs> in my comic book movies, I do think that they need to find a way to add more light. And I think they've sort of done that. I think they've done that with, with I think Wonder Woman kind of got that a little bit. And and I, I I think they're moving in that direction. I think Birds of Prey, even though it's, a little bit dark, had some lightness to it. So I do think um, the the new Batman might help with that a little bit. Who knows? We'll see. But yeah, yeah. I still prefer some of the DC characters to the Marvel characters personally. So, yeah. Okay, well, I, let's go.
0: Sorry, go ahead. I to... I'm i sorry, I just wanted to hear, sure, but I forgot to just mention about all this dark film. And I think there was another film that we forgot to talk about. That was not dark, which is just Sam. I cannot believe we forgot about that movie. But anyways, I thought that just the one was just Sam. Did you watch
2: which which one? Shazam Sam. Oh, Shazam! Yeah. No, I have not seen it because <gasps> my mother did not care for the actor, <gasps> and we just did not go watch it. Oh
0: God! So I haven't
2: seen it yet. So
0: okay, well, I'm, I'm watching <laughs> this with you. But that was also one of the film that was DC that was like. Was not dark at all, and it was a good one. It was just a good film. That was, I was going to tell you guys, just it's not. It was, it was just still, it's just really pretty good and colorful for a DC um, film. So I did enjoyed it. It was also funny.
2: So, well,
1: there are a lot. I mean, we can do yeah. another episode in the future because there's a lot, a lot to cover with DC. Oh, I, so,
2: I would just want to give a quick little note to DC if anyone from DC is listening. <laughs> um guys your movies are dark and i'm not talking like topical wise i'm talking like lighting we can't see the fight scene can you just like move a light somewhere and show me what's going on because yeah. i can't see anything and i want to see all the stunts you know just just ask the guys from marvel just tell them like how do you guys like fix up your lighting
1: situation just get some tips guys please hmm funny yeah i've heard a lot of people say that so (laughs) yeah i i would be shocked if someone from dc is listening to this but hey if you are you know (laughs) listen to susie with your lighting okay so let's go ahead and close out um and if you want to be found just let everyone know where they can find you angela uh
0: yeah so uh, um my instagram is t-e-o dot k-h-o-n-g
2: um that's where you can find me So yeah.
1: Awesome. And then Susie.
2: Um, You can find my dog on Instagram at Benny underscore Pelusita. So that's B-E-N-N-I-E
1: underscore P-E-L-U-S-I-T-A. Awesome. And this is Erin. You can follow me on Twitter at E April Beauty. The E and the A and the B are capitalized. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod on Twitter at fandom thing pod. No, it's in that one on Instagram at it's a fandom thing pod. If you have any feedback on DC, if you want to give a shout out and say, hey, Joel Schumacher's versions were the best of any Batman or, hey, I agree with Angela and I, you know, And Ben Affleck was a lot better than Christian Bale or vice versa. Or if you want to just defend Superman, feel free to email us at itsafandomthingpod at gmail.com. And also, please, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That helps us get found in that big wide world of podcasts. And on our next episode, we are going to be talking about Marvel. So that should be a lot of fun. So until next time, remember, it's a fandom thing and Black Lives Matter.